But I want to start off with this, okay? And just listen to this. A man slid over the side of a cliff and was able to grab a branch at the last second. He hung dangling over the cliff, hundreds of feet from the ground below. He screamed out with a loud voice, help me, somebody help me. Suddenly, somebody say suddenly. Suddenly. Thank you very much. A voice came from the sky. Do you believe I can help you? The man said, yes, I believe. Do you believe I love you? The man said, yes, I believe you love me. Do you believe I have the power to help you? The man said, yes, I believe you do. The voice from the sky then said, because you said you believe, I will help you. Now I want you to let go. Well, after a brief silence, the man said, is there anyone else up there? Faith. Mm. Faith. He wanted somebody else. He didn't want to take that jump. How about us? When it comes to this Christian walk, are we willing to step out in faith? That's what we're going to talk about today. Faith. I just want to come by and encourage my Second Baptist Church family this morning. We have so many uncertainties in our country right now. Amen? Amen. COVID-19, now monkeypox. Food prices, you go to the store right now? My God. See the prices of meat? Man, produce, crazy prices. Gas prices, yes, they're coming down. Slowly but surely, okay? Uncertainties. Our country divided more than ever before. I don't know, but that bothers me. All this divisiveness going on. parties not working together, our two major political parties. Don't worry, I'm not going to get into the political thing, okay? But we're the ones who lose out. One party says, no, my way. Other party says, no, my way. Who gets hurt? We do. Come together. Let's get things done for the betterment of the American people. We need faith. Faith as never before. Well, recently we had a situation where, am I in Red Sox Nation? Okay, all right, okay. I'll stand over here, okay. Any any Yankee fans here? Okay, all right, okay, all right. Um, I'm going to cover her, okay, amen, all right. 
But we give respect and honor to the newest Hall of Famer, right? Baseball Hall of Famer. Who was it, y'all? Big Poppy. Big Poppy made it in. Okay? Right. We're going to look at today God's Hall of Faith. We're going to look at that today. Going back to Big Poppy for a quick second. Baseball was my favorite sport, was and still is, okay? That's the first sport I ever played when I was a little boy. I used to be a pitcher, okay? When I didn't pitch, I was in center field. Now, see, there I go again, because my wife likes to remind me, used to. (laughs) In other words, she's saying to Larry, Larry, don't even think about it. That was back then, okay? Don't even think about throwing a baseball now. You retired, okay? My better half, right? Always looking out for me. And I appreciate that. Well, God set up his own Hall of Fame in the 11th chapter of Hebrews. Amen, amen. Beloved, when you get a chance, please read that chapter. That's encouraging. It's encouragement. Those are heroes, our heroes who made it in the hall of faith. Heroes of the faith are recognized for they modeled what it means to be men and women of steadfast, heroic faith. And just like baseball, football, basketball hall of fames in our country, they serve as a motivator and inspiration to players to excel in their particular sport, to make it into their respective hall of fames. These Hall of Heroes that our Lord talks about in this chapter should motivate and inspire us to excel in the area of faith in our own individual lives. The question is, are we doing it? Are we doing it? Do you mind me to put my Bible right here? Because I got to get some room because you guys know I move around and I get crazy Okay, I just love the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Look what Hebrews 11.5 says. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, He had this testimony that he pleased God. That's what we're going to look at today. We can learn a lot from Enoch. Verse 6, look what it says. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Stop right there. Are you pleasing God? Are you walking in faith? You see the title of the message, But Without Faith. But without faith. We're not pleasing God. 
Let's be like those heroes in the Hall of Fame. Listen to me, I just said Hall of Fame. You guys know what I meant, Hall of Faith. Life may have thrown you a curveball, may have knocked you down. You may feel defeated. You may just want to give up. But the Hall of Heroes invites us to realize no matter what you're facing, we can overcome it. Yeah, give the Lord a hand praise. We can overcome it, church. We got the victory through Jesus Christ. We don't fight for victory. We're fighting from a standpoint of victory. Victory is already ours. On Calvary, it was won. No Christian, I'm going to say it again, no Christian should walk around defeated. Amen. Why? Because you're on the winning team. You're on the winning team. But I understand we live in this world. The Bible says that we're to be in the world, but not of it. We're going to face some stuff, but we got to have faith. So you're going through a difficult time right now? Let's spell it out for you. Faith. Faith, the F, F, face it. Face the trial that you're going through. Face it. Don't retreat. Don't run from it. Face it. Face it with the most holy boldness you got within you. Face it. Face it head on. Why? You got the power of God in you. Face it. The A, access God. Access God. Petition God on your behalf. Pray to him. Praise him. Access God. Next letter is I. You guys have gone through a great series on the Holy Spirit. The I, invite the Holy Spirit. Invite him. Invite the Holy Spirit. T, trust him. Trust him. Trust him at his word. That book that I just laid on the pew is full of promises from cover to cover. He's a man that cannot lie, the book of Numbers says. Trust him. The H. He will. You hear me? He will. He did it then. He'll do it now. He'll do it in the future. Why? Because he's faithful. He's faithful. So you got the word faith. Go forward. Go forward, SBC. God is on your side. So what is faith? It's all about what we cannot see. It's trusting God. It's acting like it's so. Even when it's not so. In order that it might be so. Simply because God said so. 
Oh, my God. I got to say that again for me. I don't know about y'all, okay? All right? It is acting like it's so, even when it's not so, in order that it might be so, simply because God said so. That's faith. That's faith. It's living a life of faith that God is pleased. Faith is action. We must put it into motion. No motion, no power. God will not manifest his power in your particular situation until he sees us putting faith into motion. You want God to do something? Show him some action. That's when he moves. You got it? Motion equals movement by the master. You got that? Motion equals movement by the master. I'm reminded of the woman. Let's go to the Bible. Who had an issue of infirmary. You guys know the story. She paid all this money on the best surgeons, the best physicians. She still wasn't well. But then, <laughs> you guys know what happened. God walking through the crowd. There were so many folk around him. And look what she, she was determined to get healed. If I can just touch a hem of his garment. She put her faith into action. And you guys know what happened? Jesus looked around. Who touched me? What did he say? Your faith has what? There you go. It was action that drew God's attention. You want him to do something in your life? Make a motion. Move. Move. Let's go to blind Bartimaeus. You guys know the story, right? There he is along the, on the side. And you know, when you just sense Jesus, the Holy Spirit coming, you just start getting all excited. Bartimaeus was excited. But it was amazing to me because folk was telling him, shh, shh, as he kept hollering out for Jesus. Son of God, Jesus, shh, shh. What happened? He got healed. Why? He put his faith into action. Beloved, that's what moves God, faith in action, a movement on your part, on my part. Hebrews 11.1, 1, we see that substance, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Substance means grasping God's promises. 
and bring them right into your situation. Beloved, faith is reading the word of God, believing it by taking him at his word and responding in obedience to the word. The hall heroes did exactly that. Noah, Moses, Sarah, Rahab, Abraham, and so forth. Verse 2 basically is saying we don't see it, but we believe the promises and the blessings to come. Verses 5 and 6. Brother Enoch pleased God so much that he didn't see death. See, this, this tears me up, okay? Enoch... He had his own private rapture. You guys get that? His own private rapture. Can you imagine that? Why? He was walking with God. He was faithful with God. He was having fellowship with God. God took him up. Mm. Wouldn't you like to have your own private rapture? (laughs) I'm right with you. Amen. Amen. Enoch is only one of two people who did did not experience death. Just for your information, Elijah is the other. Look at Kings, 2 Kings 2, verses 1 through 12. Why was Enoch taken up? The book of Hebrews says he pleased God. Enoch lived a godly life in an evil and corrupt society. His faithfulness mattered to God. Family, what you do matters to him. Stay faithful to him, no matter what's going on around you. Stay faithful to the master. He sees. He sees everything. We want to please him. Walk in faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. You must believe that he exists and rewards those who seek him. See, one can read the Bible cover to cover. One can come to church every week. One can give their offerings every week. But if they don't have faith, all that is not pleasing to God. Faith is the key. Without it, God is not pleased. Brother Enoch had fellowship with God. Brother Enoch was fond of God. I love Amos 3.3. They were in agreement. They walked together. Another F for you. Enoch was focused on God. He was focused on God. Beloved, don't let anything take your focus off him. There's so many distractions in this world, all designed by the enemy. The enemy doesn't want you, doesn't want me to be focused on the master. Stuff's going to come up at you. Stay focused on him. Be like King Jehoshaphat when the multitude came upon him, all around him. What did he say? Lord, I don't know what to do. 
We're going to keep our eyes focused on you. Jehoshaphat, just stay focused on God. And God did away with the enemy that was coming upon King Jehoshaphat and his army. Enoch loved God. He had a divine love for God. Why is this important? Because it restrained him from indulging in wrongdoing. See, again, there goes the focus. When you love God, that can help you. It can help me from being distracted by the evil one. Something else Enoch did as to why God was so pleased with him, he witnessed for God. Jude 14 and 15, he prophesied. He proclaimed the word of God. He walked with God for 300 years. Started at age 65. He walked with him. So we know Enoch had to be a powerful man of God. Why? Because God is holy. God is righteous. And this man walked with him for 300 years? So you know he was holy. You know he was righteous. He believed in God. He was doing all he can to please God. And he was blessed as a result. How can we increase our love for God by having a daily encounter with him. The D. I'm going to spell it out for you. I, I love acronyms. I love them. I love them. Sorry. The D. Devote a definite time to spend with God in his word. I'm going to say that again. Devote a definite time to spend with God and his word. For me, 4 o'clock every morning, that's my time with the Mass. I heard someone say, woo, yeah, I get up. <laughs> yeah, thank you, sister. Okay? That's my time with the Master. Why? Because it's quiet. It's quiet. It's just me and him. So I encourage you. Get into a pattern, whatever works for you, morning, noon, night, whatever works for you in terms of your schedule. Get into a habit of spending daily time with the master if you're not already doing it. The A, always pray and praise to him. Always be in an attitude of prayer and praise. The last time I was here, we talked about Silas, Paul and Silas. At midnight, what were they doing? You got it. They're praying and praising God. And what happened? The, the building started shaking. That can happen in your life. Stuff will start happening in your life. Pray and praise to him. Amen? The I. Invest your spiritual gift and time for kingdom building work. Everyone in the sanctuary has a gift from God. 
The question is, are you using it? Are you using it? If not, get busy. This church got so much going on. Get busy, get busy, get busy. Help Pastor Joe advance the ministry here. The L, live in fellowship with other believers. Live in fellowship with other believers. Why? Again, you just had a great series, or you're having a great series. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Allow Him to lead and guide you. So you got the word daily. Why should we strive to please God? Number one, because of his protection. We are not exempt from difficulties, but are assured of his presence and grace when they come. Another reason why we should want to please God, he knows us by name. He knows us by name. He recognizes us as unique individuals with a plan from him for our individual lives. Number three, he will hear us when we call upon him. See, there's no drop calls. Does that bother you talking to someone on your cell phone and all of a sudden, hello, hello, hello? <laughs> that happened to me the other day. I'm talking to a pastor friend of mine in Portland, Oregon, right? We talking, we talking, we talking. All of a sudden, pastor, pastor, pastor. Call went dead. Drop calls. Guess what? When you talk to the Lord, there's no drop calls. Amen? Amen? And it doesn't go into voicemail. Doesn't that bother you sometimes? You want to talk to someone and it goes right into voicemail? Not with the Lord. Amen? What a great God we have. Number four, he'll be with us and deliver us when we are surrounded by life's troubles. Amen. Another reason why we should want to please him. He will honor us when we honor him. Don't you want to be honored by God? Amen. 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 Number six, he will satisfy our needs as long as we live. And when our life is over, we'll join him in heaven. My God, my God. He provides for us. He's our provider. He's our Jehovah, Jireh. I'm reminded of that song that I just love so much by Maverick City. Jireh. Just one word, Jireh. Oh, my God. I don't know. I want to get the band back up here. Let's start singing that, okay? <laughs> amen. Amen, brother. Amen. All right. See, that's all right. Amen. What a song that is. It says it all. It says who he is. Number seven, he's the great shepherd. That's no reason why we want to please him. He's the great shepherd. He guides and leads us. He's the great I am. Amen. Faith sees the invisible, believes the incredible, and receives the impossible. Doubt sees the obstacles. Faith sees the way. Doubt sees the darkest night. Faith sees the day. Doubt dreads to take a step. Faith soars on high. Doubt questions who believes. 
Faith answers, I believe. Doubt says no. Faith says, let's go. Life follows faith like night follows day. There's no life without faith and no God like our God who was pleased with a faith-believing child. Beloved, faith is the most dynamic force in the world because it releases the hand of omnipotence. I hope you got that. God has the power. He's just waiting for us to put our faith into action. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. A lack of faith to please, displeases God. It doesn't matter what people are saying if you please God. But if you dis- displease him, it doesn't matter whom you please. Beloved, faith is the mark of a Christian. And our chief duty is to believe God. John 6, 29 says, Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him who he hath sent. The Christian life is to be lived by faith. Hebrews 10, 38 says, The just, the just shall live by faith. We'll never succeed in this Christian life without believing God. Faith enables us to turn from the approval of the world and seek only the approval of God. Having faith in the Lord Jesus Christ is the only way we can have a relationship with God who created everything. Aren't you happy about that? Amen. Amen. But as the title of the sermon is, but without faith, it's impossible to to believe God. So much uncertainties, as we said earlier, are going on in our world. It's going to take faith in Almighty God to deal with all these uncertainties. I don't know about you, but I'm putting my trust in God. That's who I'm trusting. Mm Mm-mm. Nobody else but him. Look what happened 2,000 years ago. Jesus became the son of man that we might become sons and daughters of God. He took our sins that we might take his innocence. He became guilty that we might become acquitted. He was filled with despair that we might become filled with joy. He took our shame that we might take his glory. He suffered the pains of hell, that we might know the joys of heaven. SBC, have faith in God. Have faith in God. There's no other way to do this Christian life, but have faith in God. Have faith in God. Faith, faith, faith. One more acronym, faith. Forsaken all, I trust him. Forsaken all, I trust him. Beloved, he's a mountain-moving God. You got a mountain? Trust him. He's going to move it. He's a forgiven and a merciful God. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. 
He loves you with an unconditional, everlasting love. Trust him. Trust him. Trust him. Have faith in God. And I'm telling you right now, he will bless you. He will reward you. You just might end up in that hall of faith. Why? Because you had faith in God and you pleased him. Amen. Amen. Let's go to God in prayer. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for being here with us. Lord God, strengthen our faith. Strengthen our faith, Lord. As we go through this life, day by day, we need your presence in our lives. Mm -hmm. Lord God, it's on us to put our faith into action. Lord, I pray for this church. I pray for all the members here and Pastor Joe and Sister Wendy, Lord God. You've given them assignments to lead and guide this congregation. Give them the strength to do so, Lord. And for all the members of this church, I pray a hedge of protection around them and their loved ones right now in the name of Jesus. I pray a protection around their homes. Lord God, we thank you for every member here in this church. Father, bless your holy and righteous and wonderful name, for you are so worthy. We yield to you. Seal this message into the depths of all of us, because it's going to take faith faith in you. We thank you so much for being here with us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.